Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. My goodness, we're already over with the weekend, are we not? Yes, Monday, December 11, 2023. So glad you are hanging out here. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts. And one in nine people under the age of 30 do this. One in nine people under the age of 30. We'll get to that this hour. Next hour, a smartwatch saves a guy's life. A couple gets married in a car wash. And songs, new songs that you can do the CPR to. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And according to a, I don't know, what do you call it? An internet buzz. They say you should not give 100% at work. We'll get to all that more coming up today on the show. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or you can call them at 479-253-1234. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Monday, December 11, 2023. Haley Steinfeld is 27. She played Kate Bishop on Hawkeye. Ryder Strong, who played Sean on Boy Meets World, is 44 today. Courtney Hengeler who is Amanda LaRusso on the Karate Kid TV series Cobra Kai, is 45. Rey Mysterio Jr. from the WWE is 49. Rapper Most Def is 50. Monique Singer, 56. Gary Dordan, who is Warwick Brown on CSI, is 57 today. Nikki Six of Motley Crue is 65. Tito's brother Jermaine Jackson, 69 today. Terry Garr from Tootsie is 76. And Obama's Secretary of State and the, what is he, the climate czar now? I don't know. John Kerry is 80 today. And on this day in history in 1719, the first recorded sighting of the Aurora Borealis took place in New England. Hitler declared war on the U.S. on this date in 1941. The United Nations established the International Children's Emergency Fund, or UNICEF, in the aftermath of World War II on this date in 1946. Joe DiMaggio announced his retirement from baseball in 1951. The original Magnum P.I. debuted on CBS on this date in 1980. Muhammad Ali fought his 61st and final fight, losing to Trevor Burbick. On this date, 1981. In 1987, Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito's comedy Throw Mama from the Train was released. 
Uh, Tiger Woods announced he was taking an indefinite leave from golf to try to save his marriage. That happened on this date in 2009. The following year, Cam Newton won the Heisman Trophy. And in 2010, Nicole Richie married Joel Madden from the group Good Charlotte. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. The weight limit of a small U.S. Postal Service flat, rot, a flat rate box is 70 pounds. 70 pounds. You wouldn't be able to exceed that limit even if you filled it with the densest substance on Earth. With a box that size. Okay, so now you know. The word CARE in CARE Package was originally an acronym for Cooperative for Assistance and Relief Everywhere. An organization called CARE started in 1945 to send packages of food to starving people in Europe after World War II. So that's why it's called a CARE Package. Lake Maracaibo in Venezuela gets hit by lightning approximately 300 times per year. That's four out of every five days, so not a good place to hang out. And JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald, and Jack Ruby all died at the same hospital, Parkland Memorial Hospital in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Apparently, you know, the story that JFK was killed by Oswald. Oswald died there after Jack Ruby shot him, and then Ruby died there from lung cancer several years later and the cowardly lion costume in the wizard of oz was made out of real lion skin probably wouldn't happen today those are your random facts good morning and a very pleasant monday morning to you hope you are having a great start to the day great start to the week so far we'll do our best to help out in that want to remind you today's show brought to you by thurman and flanagan attorneys at law One in nine people under the age of 30 are doing this. What do you think it is? I'll give you a a second or two. One in nine people under the age of 30 are doing this. You might be surprised. Someone asked 12,000 Americans how often they take naps. And 25% said a few times a week. The most common answer. Yeah, a few times a week. 13% of us never take naps. Once a day was next at 19%. 19%, another 6% said they usually take multiple naps a day. How is that even possible? But here's the crazy part. You would expect the multiple nap crowd to be mostly seniors, but the top age group that takes more than one nap a day is in their 20s. Young people are napping like crazy, like never before. 11% of Americans under 30 said they nap multiple times a day. That's one in nine compared to just 1 in 25 seniors. So we have a very sleepy under 30 contingent out there. A third of those young people said they wish they could take even more naps than they already do. This is kind of discouraging. I mean, great, take a power nap, but you're taking multiple naps a day? The poll also asked for the ideal length of a perfect nap. 20 to 30 minutes was the top answer, followed by up to an hour. 13% said two hours or more. Young people were the most likely to say two-plus hours is ideal. That's way too long of a nap. If you're talking about the power nap, that's a 20- to 30-minute thing. That's that's what you, you know, like Ronald Reagan would take a power nap every day after lunch. 
I mean, if you're getting up at five in the morning and doing a bunch of stuff, I mean, it's, it makes sense, you know, by then you would need a little nap. But the young folks taking two-hour naps, multiple naps even a day, I mean, this is not good for the future, people. I'm just telling you, I'm warning you now. I'm warning you now. So anyway, I'm going to go take a nap, and then uh, we'll be back with you. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, here we have another story of a smartwatch potentially saving someone's life. A guy in Georgia now claiming his smartwatch did that just recently when he fell during a hike. The watch instantly recognized what was happening, assisted him in calling first responders to help. The guy's name's Mike Menard, and here he is telling his story. They got spooked, knocked me down, and then dragged me off the trail I realized I couldn't move and I couldn't get up and it was in a lot of pain. I couldn't even get to the phone because my phone was in my pocket, which I was laying on. Once the call was made into 911, they stayed on with me until emergency services showed up. Wow, that's a crazy story. His dogs were the ones that uh, he got tangled up with, pulled him down. He ended up having a bad fall and couldn't even reach his phone, but his watch detected that he had fallen and called 911. Pretty cool out there. That's worth the purchase, in my opinion. Another smartwatch saving a life. That is Caught Doing Good. You got a feel-good story out there. Let us tell it. Email it to me at show, S-H-O-W, at ikewingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. I don't know if this is a situation of to each their own or these people are nuts, but a Florida couple decided to get married. Yeah, to tie the knot while traveling through a car wash. This is a quick clip of Bruce Melvin and his girlfriend of five years, Ingrid Holmes, getting married. We are gathered here today to join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. When you say, Bruce, I give you this ring. I give you this ring. As a token and pledge. As a token and pledge. Of constant faith and abiding love. Constant faith and abiding love. Hurry before the wax part is over. <laughs> Wrap it up before the uh, before the dryer comes on because we won't be able to hear anything. Uh, this is so weird. And there's really nothing more to say. I hope they have a clean car and a successful marriage. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. Do you know CPR? Apparently, the American Heart Association puts out these different songs every year for you to sort of think through the amount of beats for the chest compressions or whatever. Uh, What do these three songs have in common, you might ask? Take a listen. So all three of those songs have something in common, and that is the American Heart Association says they are the perfect to perform hands-only CPR to. They have 100 to 120 beats per minute, which is the speed chest compression should be at uh, when you're performing them. So humming or singing certain songs can help you stay on beat. I'm telling you, if I ever wake up With someone doing CPR on me while singing Poker Face, I believe I would have rather expired. I'm just saying uh, that (laughs) 
<laughs> that uh, I don't know that that is going to be the most comforting sound when coming to. But uh, nonetheless, staying alive is like a, a classic one. I don't know if you remember this from the the office scene where it's like ah 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 staying alive, staying you know. And then of course Andy and Michael break out in the real song and start going crazy uh, singing it, which makes the instructor not very happy. But there's all kinds of songs that they give you. Uh, the American Heart Association actually has a playlist on Spotify. If you're really, really serious about it, you could check it out. But they added those three new songs uh, this year, the uh, Poker Face and the Dancing Queen. And what was the other one? I think it was like a, what was that? Oh, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, Prince. So there you go. Now you know. So go practice your CPR. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Well, you're back to another work week. You're giving 100%, right? 100%? No, not quite. Well, apparently you're not supposed to give 100%. (laughs) Uh, You're supposed to give 110, right? Uh, Apparently, there's an idea out there called the 85% rule, which says instead of giving the max effort, loosen up a little and give 85% instead. That keeps you more flexible and more present. It helps you be more creative and keeps you from burning out. The rule actually comes from the Olympic sprinter Carl Lewis, believe it or not. Apparently, he would start his races slower because he was giving 85%. Then, as he cranked things up, he'd pass the other runners who were too tense and were slowing down by that point. So 85%. But at some point, Carl Lewis gave 100%, did he not, there at the end? So... I can understand strategically you don't want to burn yourself out, but is that the way we should be operating at work? We're not giving our best? I do understand, though, you know, there is a gear that you could shift into when there's a a major deadline that you're not in all the time. If you were in that gear all the time, you would burn out. So I do understand that. It's just when you hear of someone not trying their best at 85%, it makes it sound like people are being lazy. But it's more like give your best but you always have a gear you can shift into temporarily maybe that's the 110 percent gear is it not i don't know i'm talking like somebody who's owned companies and had people working for me but as a employee i understand it more (laughs) but if you're writing the checks it doesn't sound so good good morning good morning to you you never know what the internet is going to come up with apparently there's someone that's gone viral on tiktok or somewhere like that Talking about this new dating term called Golden Retriever Man. Some women looking for a guy who's attractive. Others want someone funny, someone with a certain career, or someone more family-focused. And then others want a Golden Retriever Man. It's picking up steam, this dating term. A guy who is much like the dog. Sweet, gentle, affectionate, and eager to please. Take a listen. And now, time for an episode of Dating Golden Retriever Man. Hi, what's your name? Everybody calls me Boomer. You smell nice. What's in your hand? Do you have a ball? I love tennis balls. Do you want to go out? Um, sure. We could go out, or we could just stay in. Absolutely. I'm all about belly rubs, treats, and spreading joy. I just love the way you look in my eyes. I will be faithfully yours until the end of time. Oh, my goodness. You're such a sweetie. So what do you like to do? Well, I can fetch a mean cup of coffee. I like going on long walks. I like to lay my head on your lap while we watch TV. Oh, and I love getting my hair brushed. You're a good boy. Okay, so you get the idea, right? It's basically like a dog. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a guy who uh, just does whatever you tell him to do. Urban Dictionary defines this type of guy as a significant other that is easygoing. He's easygoing, and he makes it fairly simple to maintain a happy and fulfilling relationship. It's unclear what made the term go viral, but it could have something to do with it. Uh, this could have something to do with it, people say. Uh, maybe Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift's new boyfriend. He's a he's a golden retriever boyfriend. Or Sean Mendez and Tom Holland. Huh. Apparently, it's not meant to be derogatory, but I don't know how it doesn't sound quite uh, unmanly. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, I can understand, you know, you sweet affection or whatever, but a golden retriever? I mean, come on. Why not like a German Shepherd or something like that? But uh, anyway, this is the new term. It reminds me of like, you know, something from the Golden Bachelor or something, but it has some, nothing to do with that. Golden Retriever Man. There you go. The new dating term out there. Ruff! Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Well, if you're uh, doing some traveling out there, you're going through to it, t- uh, through the TSA line or whatever, and you get stopped, it can be, ner- uh, you know, unnerving, right? It can be, you know, sort of like what... What? What's wrong? Did I forget to take something out of my bag? You know, some people walk through with pocket knives. I mean, even guns inadvertently at times. But recently, a man was stopped by TSA at the airport going home uh, after visiting his grandmother because of a briefcase that he had with him. The briefcase was given to him by her. Grandma told the guy, do not open this briefcase. She wanted it to be a surprise. But TSA saw the briefcase Thought it looked very suspicious. This guy's name is Brett Gaffney. Here he is explaining what was in the case all along. I go through security, and the machine goes off, and it gets flagged as it's going through the conveyor belt. The guy tells me what's inside it, and I'm like, I'll show you what's inside. Like, how old is this thing? Like, this old-timey briefcase gets pulled away. Who am I, Tom Hanks? Am I going to go to the park, and I'm going to write a... I'm going to write a whole book with a typewriter. I almost didn't get in the airport because of this typewriter. A typewriter. That's what grandma wanted to give this guy. Surprised him. Do not open it. And, of course, TSA flags it. But, you know, now he is well equipped with a good story that he can type out. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing. One that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.